Hey Dream Chasers, welcome back to Cuffs and Convos, where we get comfortable and touch on some not-so-comfortable topics. This is your host, Martasia Person, and today I am drinking on an ice-cold brew from Starbucks, of course. My friend recommended this drink, and at first I didn't understand the difference between the iced coffee and the ice-cold brew, but when they explained it to me, uh, iced coffee is made right away from the coffee beans and it's just poured on ice but a cold brew is more caffeinated they brew it over time and then they pour it on ice so I decided to get the cold brew with almond milk and when the barista handed it to me I was like sis I asked for almond milk and she was like sis there is almond milk in it and I'm like but sis it's still black though and she was like sis trust me it's almond milk so I'm like can you add a little bit more because like It don't look like it's almond milk. So she ended up adding a little bit more, and I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I go to taste it, and I'm like, whoa. This drink is strong. I could barely get through it. (laughs) I had to let it sit for a little bit so so that the ice can, you know, dissolve or whatever, melt to make it a little less strong. But, yeah, I guess it really depends on whether you like your strong or strong, strong, because the cold brew is definitely more caffeinated than the iced coffee that I typically get. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to stick to my iced coffee. So on today's episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. My friend, one of my best friends, started a podcast called Sis Me Too, And she wanted to interview me, so I was like, you know what, we can do a joint episode and I can post the same episode on my podcast as well. So that's what it's going to be today. Shanice is going to be interviewing me and I'm just going to post the interview as the podcast today. We're just going to be going over, you know, basically my story, how I got started with entrepreneurship, the different things that I go through as far as my faith and struggles and all that good stuff. So I'm definitely going to be dropping gems. I'm going to be giving advice. So tune in right after this. Hey, Martasia, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. Hey, Shanice. Well, how you been, girl? I've been good, you know, busy. Just trying to get my life together, child. Just trying to... Aren't we all? The struggle is real. Yes, ma'am. So, as I said in my intro, Martasia is an entrepreneur, and she's been doing this even though she's young. She's been in the game for some years now because she started right out of college. So, I just want to start off and ask you, how did you know you were called to be an entrepreneur? Well, at first, I didn't know, and... I think it was more so because I didn't really understand what a calling was. So for me, I've always just been a hustler. It's always been engraved in my identity because of how I grew up. So um, just growing up with the lack of both of my parents being there and having to figure out a way to, you know, provide for myself, I always had a hustle, whether I would do hair or babysit someone's kids or whatever I had to do to make sure I had money. So going into college, I didn't really know how to separate that because I still just needed the financial means to make it through college. So I always hustled. Even through college, I did hair. I mean, that's kind of 
how we got close because I would do your hair. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I've just always been a hustler. So that was just always engraved in me. And it took me a really long time to separate that hustle mentality from entrepreneurship. I thought it was the same thing at first. I thought, you know, being a hustler and basically having a side business or a side hustle was entrepreneurship, but I didn't understand what was required of me to actually um, expand my business and to hire employees and to make sure that I was going to sustain the foundation overall. And as I continued to grow into it, then I started to realize that this is something that has always been within me. And then that's when I started to dig deeper into my calling as I grew closer to God. So I think um, at first I didn't know, but then I recognized it once I grew closer to God. Mm, That's good. And I like how you mentioned the difference between the hustle and entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. because there is a difference and she just broke that down perfectly. Um, so why did you decide to not go into corporate when I'm sure like me, you saw me as one of your best friends and all your other peers were going into corporate. Why did you decide to say, nope, I'm not doing it and take that leap of faith um, to not go into corporate? Well, I went to college and college ideally teaches you how to work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really think that I was going to start a business right outside of college. But just me being in L.A. and me knowing what I wanted to do in the industry, it was sort of hard for me to find a job that fit. So either I wasn't getting paid enough or they didn't want to pay me at all. Or I was running into situations with different men because this is a male dominated industry who were trying to take advantage um of me being a a young woman and nothing just fit for me especially now I'm in this space where I'm done with college and the cost of living in LA is way too expensive I can't really find a job that's going to help me survive out here and I don't want to say I tapped out but I knew that I had a home elsewhere, so I was kind of like, you know, why am I choosing to struggle right now? Like, what is really here for me that I can't create back home? So I decided to move back home, and then once I got here, I couldn't find a job at all. So I just couldn't find a job in my field. I actually applied to Target a couple of times, (laughs) which is like the only corporate fashion type of job around here. And I didn't get accepted. And after just being denied or not getting interviews anywhere, it was kind of like for me, create the opportunity that did not exist. Mm -hmm. So I tried the job route. I tried the corporate route. And I just wasn't landing it. And it's not that I didn't have the experience. I think God was just showing me that Mm -hmm. he wanted me to start something different. So that really just um, motivated me enough. Because, you know, sometimes things could just just, just tear you down. Like, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. not finding a job. What am I going to do? I might as well just settle for something. But he knew that I wasn't going to be the person that was going to be willing to settle, especially because I just paid all of this money for school. Right. I just went through all of this in L.A. Like, I'm going to work in my field. So he was really just turning down all of those opportunities for me so that I can redirect 
um, my focus on just building my own business, building the opportunity that did not exist. Right. And I think God had already started that in you because she forgot to mention y'all. She started her business in college. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us just a brief bit about when you started Bobinaire? Yes. So I started Bobinaire in my college dorm room. And at first it was just a YouTube channel. I really don't know or remember how it came about. Like, how did I come up with the name? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just remember that I wanted to do something where I did custom denim. Um, And then I thought about fashion. I wanted to say something different about fashion. So I looked up different um, ways that you can say fashion, and Meniere stuck out to me. It actually means fashion in French. And then I was like, well, I can't just say Meniere. What can I put in front of it or behind it to make it stand out? And then that's how Bold came about. So it started off as a YouTube channel. Um, I would go to the thrift stores. I would get denim, jackets, shorts, or jeans, sorry. And I would bring them back to my dorm room, and I would distress them, customize Mm -hmm. them, and just record videos of me doing it. And from that, um, a friend of mine who, because this happened in Wisconsin, um, which is very <laughs> rural yeah. yeah we met in the most world probably college we could have had almost yeah. so the fashion around there was camo and <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't no fashion at all so right. i was actually in the newspaper for being the most fashionable on campus that's right. how it really was so a friend of mine who went to the school he's from california and he told me about the school called fitum the fashion institute of design and merchandising in la that specializes in fashion um majors so i checked it out i ended up applying i got accepted i started my journey to la and from there i just continued to keep bowmanier going because now i'm getting orders like people are asking me if i could do their custom shorts for you know fourth of july and for their birthdays and then i started working at a graphic design shop so i would do t-shirts and hats and things like that so again it was still for me a hustle like I just wanted to make extra money but I didn't really understand the true identity of my brand at the time so yeah yeah, yeah she had the bm hats that people used to say baby mama yeah they thought both her- here <laughs> meant baby mama when I tell you though her hats I still think she need to bring them back. So, like, hot case, fire hats. Yeah. My hats, for me, it was me really practicing in my beginning stages mm-hmm. how to market. So, my hats, for me, was just, like, they sold. I was getting customers from everywhere. And it wasn't necessarily because everybody thought they were baby mama hats, <laughs> but because of the way I marketed them. Yes. So, that was my first time really realizing, like, okay, I need to package these better. I need to do this differently. And, and I really started to think about Bowmanier as a brand and not just a side hustle. Yes. And can you tell us um, about your current business, MPDC, and what is your biggest struggle as an entrepreneur with that and just period since you started out? Yes. So when I moved back here to Minnesota in 2016, um, after not being able to find a job, I, I tried a couple of different things. I would style here and there. I would do custom designs for people. 
and it took me a while to get to where I am now. So I launched this company called MPDC in the end of May of last year, and MPDC stands for Martasia Person Design Consulting. And because I've been in this industry for so long and I understand all of the mistakes that I made and just how to overall take a product from concept to completion, I wanted to be able to help a lot of other new designers and brands just avoid those same mistakes by consulting with them. So I offer services, um, I also offer classes, and in the near future, I'll offer products as well. So the services are basically, um, if you wanted to create your own fashion line, you can come to me and get everything done. It's a one-stop shop. We can help you with your sketching. We can help you with your patterns, samples, all the way into your manufacturing stage where you do mass productions for your stores. The classes are really dig deep and teach new designers about the industry. So I have master classes. I have a membership program that is very affordable. I do one-on-one -on -one private coaching. And then I am coming out with a private label in this fall winter where I'm going to be releasing some of my own pieces because a lot of people have been asking for it and because I know that there's a demand there. You know, I really want to just give the people what they want. Right. You know? So that's what I've been doing now. It's a product development company just helping new designers, new brands, small businesses, things like that. My biggest struggle has been, um, I want to say just expanding because I am in a solo entrepreneur stage right now. And I'm getting to the point where I'm picking up, you know, I'm getting clients from all over the world. So now I need to hire on people to work under me. I need to open up a location. I need to expand my business, you know? And the funding is what's really hindering me from doing that because I don't have working capital. I have as much money that comes into my business, but I also still have bills and all those mm -hmm. other things. So if I had the funding for working capital, I will be able to hire on a team, get the equipment that I need, put money into marketing and all that stuff. So I am now in the process of trying to get funding because that's the one thing that's hindering me. Right. And that's the, I think a lot of people struggle with that is funding and believing like God is going to provide the funding and how do I build a team? And mm -hmm. cause team is so important with starting a business, especially when you get like yourself where you're like, okay, I've been doing this for a couple of years. I'm getting busy. So if you're into, you know, graphic design, marketing, hit Martasia up. If you need services for MPDC and you're looking to start your own business, please reach out to her. I will have her description in the box because definitely if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, you definitely want to have her advice and her wisdom to start up your business. Mm -hmm. So now I want to talk a little bit about your personal life. Like, how do you balance entrepreneurship and your personal life? Because I think the stigma is when you're in corporate and you're working a nine to five, you have you just your nine to five and you're not really working most of the time. You're not working outside of those hours. You're Monday through Friday. Whereas I think in entrepreneurship, you're pretty much have to be available around the clock, even on weekends. So yes. how do you balance that from your personal life? Child. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, so when you're first starting off, 
with entrepreneurship, you're going to wear many hats. Like, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have the capital to start hiring, even outsourcing other professionals to take on certain roles. Like, you have to be your social media manager. You have to do marketing. You have to, you know, do emails. You have to do all of these things. So when you're first starting off, yes, it's practically all day. It's no really um, set schedule that you are abiding by. However, with me working all the time, I started to realize that I was not focusing on other areas in my life. And because of that, I started to get depressed. I started Mm. to start dealing with mental health issues and things like that. And I needed to take time away from my, my business and my job so that I can focus on those areas. And I was just talking about this on my, my podcast not too long ago because um, this is something that I already prayed about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I already know that God is going to bless my business. I already know that he's going to bring me the clients that I need. I already know that he's going to provide the funding. Mm-hmm. I already know that he is ultimately the CEO of, of my business if I allow him. So it's not really... It's not really required for me to work all day, every single day, trying to make sure that um, my business is going to be successful because mm. it is. I already, I can confidently say that God has called me to do this. Yeah. Therefore, I can confidently say that it's going to be done. And I know that he needs for me to be in right standing in order for me to get those blessings. Like, he can't really bless my business if I'm depressed. He can't really bless my finances if I don't have a good relationship with money. So I had to structure my schedule and say, you know what? I'm only going to work on my business from this time to this time on these days so that that rest of the day I can dedicate to reading my Bible. I can dedicate to, you know, making sure I'm meeting up with a psychiatrist and making sure I'm working out or meditating because my physical and mental health is just as important as my business. Right. So, yes and no. We just got to understand that we have grace over grind. You yes. don't really have to work 24-7, seven days a week because God is going to do it. If it's for you, it's for you, period. Mm-hmm. So, there's no reason to stress yourself out and overwork yourself to make sure it's going to happen because it's going to happen. But you have to make sure that you are fit for those blessings, otherwise you're going to abuse them. And I've already been in that situation where I have abused my blessings and mm. I don't want to be there anymore. So, yes, if that answers your question, um, I make sure that I only work a certain period of time throughout my day and then yeah. the rest of the day I dedicate to self-improvement. Yes. And I like how you mentioned grace over grind because we live in that grinded out world where everyone's like, I'm grinding. I was working while y'all was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and that's what... fine. That's perfectly fine, sweetie. But I am sleep, and I'm gonna wake up, and I'm going to be refreshed. Right. I'm not about to be up all night working on my business if I don't have to. Like mm-hmm. I get it to a certain extent because when you're working on your passion, you can lose time. Like right. sometimes you don't even realize it's three a.m. and you are working on your business. Like right. I understand that part. But to think that that's what you have to do in order to be successful, that is a worldly principle. Yes. And I depend on God too much to be thinking worldly. Like, Amen, sister. I, child, she preaching. 
Come on now. And got that, got <laughs> Amen. Come on now, Sister Tay. Hallelujah. <laughs> so that brings us into our next question, too, on how did you, because you all, we've been friends for some years now. Mm-hmm. So how did you go from incorporating, like, being an entrepreneur to adding faith and putting God at the forefront of your business and not making it separate? How did you come to that point? It was really a process, um, but it it was really about me understanding God more. So the more I grew towards him in relationship, the more I understood, you know, what he was trying to do through me. Because Mm. we can read scriptures all day long, but then we get, we all take, we take our own interpretation of them. So Mm. I remember reading this scripture, you know, faith without works is dead. And thinking like, oh, I have to work, I have to work, I have to work in order to make this happen. But then you have other scriptures that say, be still and know that I am God. Mm. And just knowing that you you do have to work. Mm-hmm. Like, God is going to know what you're believing in him for when he sees what you're working towards. However, you don't have to overwork yourself to just do what you've already prayed about. Yeah. So it was... I noticed that I was giving God my business. I was giving him all these things that I was worried about. Like, God, it's in your hands. Please bless my business. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I was taking things back. Like, well, right. let me do this. <laughs> right. Let me do that because you ain't working fast enough. Right. Let me do that. <laughs> right. And I kept doing this for years and finding myself in the very same spot. Mm, I'm still good. broke. I'm still here. I'm still, you know, mentally there. Like, yeah. how am I getting all of these accomplishments? My name is in magazines. I'm on the news. I'm in newspapers. But my bank account, but my business status, but my mental health, I'm still in the same spot. And I had to realize that I'm just being busy. I'm not actually being productive. So mm. I had to dig deeper and figure out, like, why, you know? Right. Like, what am I doing wrong when it comes down to, you know, my faith and my business? Yeah. And I realized that I was keeping them completely separate. Mm. So I had faith in God, but I thought that I still had to do everything myself. So me um, just getting deeper in prayer, reading the Bible, listening to sermons, listening to different faith podcasts, and just getting that wisdom from other people who have been there and who have that, that deeper understanding has helped me get to where I am now and just understanding that they go hand in hand. Yes. You know, my faith and entrepreneurship go hand in hand. Like Tatum was saying, like, make God the CEO of your business mm. because it's his will that needs to be done and not my will. So I, I had to just let it go. Like, even though I want all of this stuff to happen in my life, I just have to let go of my plan, let go of my will, and just let his will be done and know that he will give me the desires of my heart. But his plan is so much better than mine. So, yeah, ultimately it was first realizing that they were separate. Mm -hmm. And then I had to tie them together. Yes, that's good. That is so good. And sometimes that can be hard because we like to have control. Mm -hmm. So letting God take that control the lead like he knows more than we ever will know yeah and i i struggle with control 
because I've been on my own since I was like 13, 14 years old. Right. So I'm so used to having control of my own life and control of my decisions. Like I had to decide what I was going to sleep that night or where I was going to, you know, like what I was going to do, like how I was going to survive. I always was so used to making those decisions on my own from a very young age. So to me, it was just me surviving, like me knowing how to survive. And I didn't know how to give that to God. Um, It's something that I had to learn. It was a process, especially because it took me 21 years to even get saved. So, yeah, it is a struggle. It is a struggle. And it's it's an everyday struggle. Like, I still have Mm -hmm. to surrender to God every day. Child, ain't that the truth? Our faith is an ongoing process. It's not a, it's a marathon, not a sprint mm-hmm. or a race. So that's so good. So what do you foresee the future of MPDC? And also, y'all, everyone knows Tay for her customs. Like, everyone's <laughs> like, make me some customs. Y'all should have seen the prom dress she just did. Check out her social media. Fire. And then we went to Atlanta last year, and she made this, like, two-piece uh, jean out of two pair, different pairs of jeans and it went viral so can you tell us like your future as far as your own personal designs mm-hmm. and then your future as far as MPDC or whatever ventures you plan on doing and um she also does the youth camp mm-hmm. so what what are your future endeavors with entrepreneurship so I want to go back to my first major in college which was social work Mm-hmm. I wanted to become a social worker because growing up, you know, I went through whatever I went through and it was hard um, as a child just experiencing all of those things. And anytime I would go speak to someone, I felt like they couldn't relate to what I was going through. Mm. They would always offer me depression pills. I was offended by that. I never went back and talked to them. And I feel like it was always an issue within the black community. Like, we just don't really know how to talk about our problems and work through our problems. So my first major was social work. That's something that I was very passionate about and something that I am still very passionate about. I just don't do it in that original format. Mm. So with MPDC, I still want to pour into people. It's just my audience are designers. Mm. So, you know, I still have my services. I'm still helping them, you know, create the collections for their stores, things like that. But I also want to welcome new designers and just help them build their brands from the ground up because I was I was in their shoes, you know. Right. So just giving them that education that they need um, so that they can accomplish their goals, so that they can reach their goals. And I'm never too shy to talk about faith yes. in my business. So I'm going to always just allow them to know, this is my story. This is how I did it. And these are the tools that you need and things like that. So MPDC is going to be that place, that one-stop shop where designers can come to. They can get you know, the services that they need to develop their own collections they can get the education that they need about the industry without you know if they don't if they're not able to afford school or can't go to school whatever it's an affordable way for them to come get the tools and resources that they need and then I am going to come out with my own private line as well so people can just shop because I know that I do have those customers as well who want to just shop 
Mm. Um, outside of that, I'm still going to do speaking engagements. I'm still going to write my books. I'm still going to pour into the youth because this is for them. You mm-hmm. know, I want to show them that whatever you went through in life, you can still make it out. You can still follow your dreams and you can still give back to your community. You know, yeah. there's too many um, of our youth. They think that they can only do a couple things in order to reach success. Not everybody can be a basketball player. Not everybody can be a rapper. Right. So when we show them, like, you can easily become a designer and start your own company, or you can do politics, or you can work corporate, and when we're showing that someone who looks like them, and we're showing success in, you know, the eyes of someone who looks like them, I think that they will be inspired, especially knowing that you came from somewhere that they came from. So... Yeah, for me, I just want to continue to build MPDC from the ground up because that's my baby, that's (laughs) my creative voice. But in doing so, I don't want to forget about where I came from. I still want to go back and pour into those communities as well. That's amazing. I love how you are, it's not just about, and that's why I think God uses you because you have a heart for people to not only just be, it's not just about fashion and looks and all this stuff and getting caught up in that, like that's part of it, but it's that passion to help the the girls at the youth camp, to help people who've been through similar situations as you. Mm -hmm. And people need to see that. People need to see someone who's actually been through it because it comes, it hits different when it's from somebody who knows the environment, knows the struggle. Yeah, and I just wanted to mention one thing about passion because I always tell people that I'm not passionate about fashion. I think that that's so small compared to what God is really trying to do through me. I'm really more so passionate about the message. So I use fashion as my pathway to get to where I really want to be, which is on a platform big enough to inspire those who look like me. That's good. I love that because it's definitely bigger than what you're just doing through yourself. I love how you just want to reach the people. Yeah, your passion has to be bigger than yourself because this it does get hard. It does get challenging. And what's going to be that one thing that's going to make you steadfast? Like, what is going to be that one thing that's going to keep you so that you never give up? If I was to say I'm passionate about making clothes for people, I would have been copped out a long time ago. But because I know that it's so much bigger than me, and I know the story behind the brand, if I was to give up, what am I telling all those people who's been inspired by my story thus far? You know, I'm giving them the permission to give up, and I'm not going to be able to reach those people who look like me. So that's why you really got to dig deeper into your why and not use something so small. Like, just creating a brand is so small, but what is the why? What is the reasoning behind it wow that is so good i love that and you're definitely inspiring people and doing your thing and i love how god is using you through corporate that lord forgive me it's not corporate through entrepreneurship so last thing we want to um end on is what advice do you have for inspiring entrepreneurs or people who want to just do something bigger than themselves, even if they do stay in corporate, what advice would you have for them? I would say 
to think about your why. Are you doing this just to make money or are you doing it because this is something that you go to sleep thinking about, something you wake up thinking about, you could picture yourself doing it for the rest of your life. Like, are you really passionate about starting a business? Are you really called to start this business? And if you are, then just know that it it's going to be times where you struggle. It's going to be times that are hard, but lean on God and just trust that everything is going to work together for your good. Those tests are meant to test you, but you have to pass them. It's always going to be some message in the mess, you know, whether it's a bad customer or fraudulent, something on your account, those things are placed there so that it's going to build, um, uh, just a better foundation for your business overall. It's easier to take those hits now in the beginning than for you to build a multi-million dollar company and now you're just finding out about certain things that are going to hurt your company more. So just don't get, um, how do I explain it? Don't get, don't fear those attacks. Don't fear failing. Because it's going to, you're going to face it, but you got to know that it's only there for a reason. And it's only there to teach you something and you got to just trust God and just continue to be steadfast through it all. And you'll get to where you need to be in due season. So my advice would be to check your calling and to stay steadfast and to lean on God for strength. Amen, Sister Tay. This has been such a good podcast episode. You were dropping gems for us. And I pe- I feel like people will resonate with your story. It's truly a blessing to be a part of as your friend. So I thank you for that. Thank you for coming on today. Um, she's going to post uh, the same episode on her podcast called Cups and Convos. So check that out. And you know how we do. We're going to pray us out, Tay, for the viewers listening. Okay, Lord Jesus, I just want to say thank you for Shanice. I thank you for this podcast that she has created. It's going to allow her to touch many viewers in a way where they can learn more about you, learn more about themselves, just learn different things that they might have not even thought were an issue and just help them get through certain situations, guys. I just want to thank you for her creating this platform. I want to thank you for the viewers. I pray that they got something out of today's episode, whether it affects them today, God, or not. I just pray that it is a seed that they can use in the near future whenever they need it, God. If they have businesses, I pray that you bless them. Please remind them and just give them confirmation about their callings, God. Lead them in the right direction. Just allow them to know that they are not alone in their walk, God, and that you will never leave or forsake them, that you are with them throughout the entire journey, God. I just want to pray over everyone's success as we continue throughout this year, as we continue throughout our life journey, God. Whatever tests or attacks that we face, God, I pray that we find strength in you to get through them. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And that's it for today, y'all. Y'all be blessed and have a good day or night whenever you're listening. Bye. Bye. It's a word. It's a word. I am so thankful for Shanice. She is such a blessing. And I really encourage you guys, if you need an extra podcast to uplift your spirits, 
Go check out her podcast, This Me Too. She talks about the things that we all go through as women. You know, parenting, relationships, obedience at the gym. Like, that just came upon my spirit because that's an area that I need to work on. But to say the least, if we've been there, chances are, sis, she has too. And she can drop some gems to motivate you through it. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I love you, and I will meet you here next week.